the biggest lesson I learned that really changed how I viewed school, school time, what I didn't realize was that feeling uncomfortable was a sign that the exercise was working. And that if I actively sought that uncomfortable feeling, rather than trying to avoid it and skip school, I would have learned more. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. Hi, yes, thank you for joining us on today's podcast. Hey, I really hope you listened to last week's podcast. Last week's podcast was like that in-between nugget between doing meditation and having that perfect excuse why it doesn't work for you. It's that missing link, basically. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. If you know somebody who's struggling with the benefits of meditation and sees as a run, it's like, we don't meditate. We That's why we run, yeah, shaka, one, two, three, go, yeah. <laughs> share that podcast. It's that missing link which will give some added benefits and tips on how to actually get onto the route of becoming in a or learning a mindful state. Yes, and today it's all about uncomfortable running bad runs and as I said before, you know, at school, I remember sitting at school and if the teacher would ask a question and I'd like have a complete blank, I mean, I'm like, this is impossible, you know, did, did I miss something or why am I the only one who's obviously not raising my hand full of enthusiasm, me, me, I know the answer and I'm like, oh my goodness. So the first thought was actually, you know, let me, let me just skip school. I mean, who needs reading and writing anyway, right? <laughs> and the same also in sports, there were many kids which were a lot better at running than me and I was built for running and they were like they weren't built for it but they were stronger they were faster and I was like oh geez and I had one teacher actually said to me hey he actually explained it to me in words I could understand that the success lies in the uncomfortable feeling and I'm like what Yes, the success lies in the uncomfortable feeling. Rather than trying to avoid it, stay in there, enjoy it. And I'm like, hey, actually, he's right. And, th and this helped me. I mean, this is the one thought, you know, you see all these videos nowadays about, um, you know, elite soldiers and how they survive buds and underwater training and all that. You, you, don't, you don't need to do all of that. You just need to realize that the nugget of success is the same thing. The uncomfortable feeling of not knowing of not understanding, that is where you're going to, that's where you're going to really learn. And there's this very, um, actually a very good TEDx talk by Cassandra Brown. She's an American professor. And she spent many, many years studying vulnerability. And what she says, and I'm quoting is, vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. And that's what I did at school. I showed up. I showed up to the races. I showed up to class. And, and there was a time then where this changed. Same with the military. We got selected for a certain junior leaders program. I showed up. Many didn't even show up. Many didn't even try because it would be difficult. It would be complicated. You've got to be tough. And we weren't tough then. The same signing up for a marathon. The first marathon I signed up for, I had no experience. You had no experience. And you just, you were brave enough to sign up for it and to do it. That first time stepping out of your comfort zone, deciding you're going to do it, you've got no influence over the outcome. And when you're able to identify with your true source, that's when you're going to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And it starts with the, 
the, the beneficial things we can do for our cognitive and mental health that can really feel hard, but by you know, setting a marathon goal, by setting a 10K goal, these type of things make your brain work harder, not just your feet and your body. And they feel very challenging because they have a high metabolic cost, not just because they feel uncomfortable or bad. You know, if you really train hard after session, I feel very awful sometimes, <laughs> still today, 35 years into running. And that does not mean you need to stop or avoid that thing, it, it, be it fartlek or, or heel training. It might just be something that is taking a lot of mental energy as well. And that's why many runners avoid hills or avoid speed workout because it takes a lot of energy from the brain. Physically, they can do it. Join us on a weekend workshop and see the people suddenly opening up to sprints and they're like, I feel amazing. And I'm like, of course you do because you've been properly stimulated to run incredibly fast, which on your own you usually never do. That's the benefit of joining a workshop. And with consistency, the brain is going to build new connections and adapt this new experience until this becomes easy for you. And this is the this is what they call what they talk about neuroplasticity. You know, and of course, you know, a sharp physical pain is often a good reason to quit what you're doing. You know, if you have a, if a muscle ache, it might be a signal, you know, you're now losing your fitness or you're having an old injury that's flaming up. Likewise, you know, moderate emotional discomfort running up that hill. I've got some steep hills here where some of the participants sometimes will tell me, I can't run this hill. You know, they come to me, they won't say in front of the group, I can't run this hill, I've got to walk. So, you know what, the last part, I'm also going to walk, but we're going to run, we're going to set a goal for ourselves, we're going to close our eyes, take a deep breath, as you're standing in front of that hill, take a deep breath, close your eyes and envision yourself running up that hill. That's what it starts. Well, if you're already starting with, I can't run up this hill, it, it is very steep. There's some sections where, where you're walking, you can actually use your hands on your knees <laughs> to, 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 to make it, but... That's not the point. And the point isn't as well of building physical muscle, but building a, a mental muscle. And that, that's the benefit of, of self-growth. And practice makes perfect. Standing in front of a hill and envisioning yourself running up that hill and then placing a mental flag where you think you're going to run up till there. Already that's the first sign. I'll listen to that. If there's a participant who doesn't even want to run, who doesn't even want to take part, I'll just walk up. No, you're going to try and run up. And physically they'll plant a flag and maybe they'll just make it 80% of the way of where they mentally planted the flag. It might just be 200 meters up. Doesn't matter. He ran the 200 meters. And what's he going to do? He's going to go from running into a fast walk. And that fast walk will then slow down. And then we've noted the time. It's the first time. And then we're going to this exercise again of saying, hey, it was uncomfortable. It was a bad run. You didn't look, you, you know, you, of course, nobody looks great struggling up a hill. But let's revel being in that moment. Let's try that again. It took you four minutes. Four minutes is a long time to go up that hill. That's how long it usually takes. Let's see, do you think you can do it? And now we're going to take something outrageous in 3.30. Like 3.30. I doubt I can do that. Well, just envision it. Just envision it at 3.30. So 3.30 means you're going to move that imaginary flag of up until where you ran a little bit further ahead. And once you go into the fast walking modus, you've got to walk faster a bit more. That's all. And you know what? nearly every runner manages to improve his time and that feeling of discomfort or fear is then 
replaced by that reward molecule dopamine you know it's telling your body this new experience is good and this creates a, a, a cycle that that reinforces itself you know you do new things running up that hill and you've achieved a better time you feel so good and you're going to want to be doing it more and more and before you know it you're totally comfortable with being uncomfortable you're totally comfortable with running and struggling up that hill you're totally comfortable of setting a goal and trying it you're totally comfortable with saying i'm gonna i'm gonna grind one more time that's what these motivational videos are focusing on on the grind on getting it done but the process there they're only explaining bingo today's your lucky day listening to this podcast you've heard that vital step how to feel comfortable in being uncomfortable and these routines, they may make you feel at ease and in control, but what a constant routine really does is it dulls your, your sensitivities. And, you know, just think about the times in your life when you've run the same route repeatedly. And after a certain number of runs, you start tuning out most of it. You know, have you ever, did, did you ever take a run along a, a very busy street, you know, where you usually run and you can barely remember was there a lot of traffic? Were there other people at the bus stop? Or, you know, was the car, was there a queue at a car wash? Or you ran past the gas station? You usually always look at the gas. How much is it? I don't even know how much the gas is. <laughs> now, if, if you don't get out of your comfort zone, you, you might find yourself tuning out much of your life on a, on a daily basis. But when you get out of your way to experience new challenges on your run, or when you let new run challenges happen to you, your body is going to create new neural pathways and they're going to fuel that creative spark. You know, and they're going to enhance your memory. You're not going to be thinking of, oh, it's snowing today and should I go or should I not go? Should I wait? Should I wait until there's more snow? Should I wait until it stops snowing? Or should I wait until... Snow? No, you're going to have new pathways which are going to say, I wonder which route I'm going to be running now to enjoy the snow weather. And I'm wondering which part am I going to be... Hmm running through the forest, I'm going to go run down the trail. What does that trail look like today? There's a study where researchers tested the memories of participants and they showed them images which were rated as um, novel, familiar, and very familiar. And these people, when they were shown a novel image followed by a familiar one, so while repetition, it helped with memory, mixing information is important as well, especially information pertaining to your run performance and the whole being uncomfortable is something once you've embraced it you're putting yourself in a unique part of your brain that and this is the mind blower that's the region that is only activated when you see or experience completely new things and novel familiar very familiar that is deadly to creativity. That is deadly to being challenging. That is deadly to reaching er, faster, better, stronger. And few people actually enjoy the feeling of being uncomfortable. And the challenge is to get past that initial feeling of wanting to return to the norm, to the novel, to the familiar, to the very familiar. So you can only grow and, and be, get a lot more benefits by being in a discomfort situation. When I started learning how to prepare for ultramarathons, I'll be the first one to raise my hand. I'm not putting myself on a pedestal here at all. 
I really struggled with that thought. I really had a lot of thoughts which weren't helpful as well. It is a long distance, 100 Ks is a pretty long distance for somebody who's just done a couple of marathons at that time. <laughs> Easy to look back now and to say, yeah, you know, I, I know about ultramarathons. I'm, I'm, I've got the experience. But before gaining that experience and looking at that discomfort, and I had to really get into, get serious about various training techniques. And especially since I got those results I wanted, you know, feeling uncomfortable, it's a reoccurring theme. It's a reoccurring theme 35 years into my hobby. I still am uncomfortable. <laughs> I still was uncomfortable this morning running up a section uh, of a hill trail. I was sweating. I wore too many layers of clothes. I was sweating profusely. My heartbeat went up where it shouldn't have been. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Many times it's a struggle. Every time I find myself in an uncomfortable situation, I, I would tend to have that, ah, second guess. Is this distance really for me? Ah. And then immediately, this is the clue, I don't let those thoughts run wild be it through closing my eyes for a second, just reframing, hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just leave those negative thoughts away. Will I ever be any good? No ways. I am going to be good. Will I ever learn enough to actually, you know, really maintain that pace? I am on my way to improving. And I'm sure many of you can relate to this. If you, you want something in life that you've never had, you, you will have to do something that you've never ever done right <laughs> maybe you've been running and dreaming of a sub three marathon for a while but you still don't feel confident enough to enter and commit to a race or you you might not feel you're ready yet. you might fear failure whatever your reason that lack it's a lack of self-confidence that's going to make you feel uncomfortable so anyway you're not alone you're already feeling uncomfortable why not use it uncomfortable to help you progress <laughs> and it's the people who Ugh, suck it up you know enter the races they can face the potential dnf or realize they are way from a necessary pace it's also happened to me and it's those that manage this uncomfortableness who in the end are going to get that goal that they're dreaming of and you might not be ready yet and might not land your best 10k time straight away but by getting yourself out there by stepping out of your comfort zone by doing those uncomfortable runs you win you are. You get the practice, the experience. Maybe here are a couple of here are a couple of steps that will help you dive into this uncomfortableness. Number one is you need to get a clear head. And when you're jumping into an uncomfortable run situation, get a clear head. What it's actually about? It's about running up a hill. Come on, how complicated can it be? You're making a big who and ah out of it. People do. You know, people join workshops. As I said before, pay money, join workshops, and it's like, oh, I can't do that. Come on, get a clear head and focus at the task at hand. And perhaps you need to identify that source. You know, why are you so uncomfortable with discomfort? Well, you know, you might not be able to immediately recognize what it is you're feeling anyway. And uh, this can be changed if you focus on it. And discomfort, you know, is going to bring that engagement to change. So it depends on how big is your willingness to change. And obviously, you, you, you're running past the hill every day and you're not doing it. You know, there has to be that moment where you say, hmm, I'm identifying the source why I don't want to run up this hill. The source is... I'm just, I'm just too comfortable. But already now, after listening to this for, what, 
10 minutes, 12 minutes, you realize, no, you need to get uncomfortable. It's going to happen. Trust me on this. <laughs> Just try it. Uh, you need to reflect a little bit. Um, the, the timing might never be right. Um, you, you, you might have a failure. Yes, it might be. But that's an asset. You're going you're to learn through that failure. And as long as you're learning from your mistakes that perhaps it's too you, you, you ran without proper fueling because now you're running a, a different route. Now you're trying something challenging and you ran with the same conditions that you usually run your nice, lazy, comfortable little run. It's a long run. Every long run's a long run. <laughs> and now suddenly you're doing a hill but you're not fueled properly. Of course, reflect. And <clears throat> that discomfort, that fear, that uncertainty that is paralyzing you, if you do it once, if you once overcome that uncomfortableness, you're ultimately doing something right. And it's like diving into the pool, isn't it? On that first time, nobody it's, it's summer officially, but it's a little bit cold. Nobody's using the pool yet, and you're the first one to dive in. That sensation. <laughs> that is fantastic. That's taking a risk. And risks, they always pay off. Because ultimately, you know, it shows that you've got courage that you're aware and your understanding of where you currently are and where you want to go to. So in those opportunities, all those hills, all those challenges, all those uncomfortable runs, they're helping you to grow and to learn. Hey, thanks for joining me on today's podcast. Please do share this with somebody who you think needs to listen to this. For today's message, my name is Heiko. God bless you. And remember, take it easy.